As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. The show is brought to you by Cash App. You already know it's a number one finance app in the App Store. If you don't have it already, it's a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends or whoever you owe. If you need to pay someone back, Cash App is the app to use. I always use it after group dinners or if someone pays for food or coffee or a smoothie or whatever for me. But obviously there's so many reasons you'd use Cash App. And Cash App also comes with a cash card, a free debit card linked to your Cash App account that comes with Boost, which I've talked about before, but they are literally instant rewards for shopping at places you already love and shop at. You'll get discounts at places like Whole Foods, Target, DoorDash, and way more. And it's literally like having credit card perks, which is so nice. And also the best thing about Cash App is that I get to support one of my favorite organizations, the Jimmy Fund, and you guys can help me support them too. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code HAPPYHOUR, all caps, one word, you will instantly receive $10 and Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, which if you didn't already know, it's a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for these patients. So if you haven't downloaded Cash App in the past, this is a time, you guys, and I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together. You'll get $10 to you and $10 towards defeating cancer, which... Again, I'm just so happy we get to help and use the promo code Happy Hour when you download Cash App from the App Store today. Wow, you guys, I can't believe I'm actually recording this podcast right now. I'm like so nervous right now. Um, and I never felt like I really would be ready to record this episode. So I figured I need to just do it <laughs> because it's been over a year, which is absolutely insane to even wrap my head around it doesn't feel like that at all like I feel like I was in the hospital with my dad yesterday um so this is just really crazy to be talking about this now but the main reason I am recording this episode is because so many people have asked me to record an episode about my dad and I know so many of you even if you haven't lost a parent have dealt with obviously loss in your life and I just want to be able to help you guys so yeah this is just going to be about when I lost my dad and disclaimer I will cry more than once um this is definitely not easy to talk about by any means but yeah like I said I just want to be helpful for you guys I want this to be helpful for you guys and uh it's just so weird to talk about (laughs) and I'm sure you can understand why it's just really emotional and really vulnerable and really really difficult um especially seeing as my dad was literally my best friend (laughs) the tears are coming but um the reason I push myself to always make content about 
grieving and loss is because I know how much it can help you guys and that is just like I said I feel like I'm repeating myself but that's just really why I wanted to make this and any of the messages or comments I've gotten on like videos in the past where I've talked about loss um just hearing your guys stories and how I can help is just like means the world to me and it is one of the worst things you will ever go through and just knowing that I can help someone else when they're going through one of the worst periods of times of their life like I just always wish that there was someone to talk to me and obviously there is like my twin sister my mom um but that's just why I'm happy I can like be your big sister in this case and yeah just talk with you guys sorry I'm gonna be like really chatty and this is gonna be really disjointed I wrote some notes down so that I could you know get some of my thoughts out clearly hopefully but I just kind of wrote them down as uh, they came up in my brain, so <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but first you guys know I always talk about what I'm happy about right now, and like a happy quote. This really isn't that happy of an episode, um, but I guess in a way, you always just have to spin things in life and find the silver lining. There really isn't a silver lining in losing someone, but um, what I always push myself to do is to be grateful in situations, so what I'm happy about right now is having the best dad for 22 years of my life and that's just kind of how I always have to make myself like rethink reframe in my head um oh my gosh I feel like I sound so monotone and like sad right now and this is really sad to talk about but yeah I urge you guys to find ways to be grateful for things even when they're difficult in your life um because that can make it a little bit easier so for me I just focus on literally having the best dad for 22 for the first 22 years of my life and me and Lucy always talk about it and it's just so crazy like you guys know your relationships with the loved ones in your life your family your parents whoever it is and you know um like how close you are with someone but it I don't know how to describe it like it's just like mind-blowing to me that everybody else doesn't get to know him or like know him the way that I knew him here come the tears sorry I'm sure I'll like pause a bunch in this episode get it together Gretchen um but yeah me and Lucy are always just like we can't even describe to someone like what kind of dad he was for 22 years of our life he was literally our best friend our number one supporter like always like I don't even know how to describe it like the first comment the first view on all my videos like sitting front row on the sidelines like he was just our person to me my twin sister and my mom and like literally the best person in every single area of life like I don't even know how to describe it like anybody that knew him just knew like (laughs) do you guys know what I'm saying knew how impactful he was and how caring he was and how thoughtful he was like he remembered names he um you know made an effort to like be close with our friends and their families like he was just like the happiest most loving giving person um so that is what I always push myself for is like having that dad for the first 22 years of my life and I make myself think like Gretchen there are people that never got to know their dad or never had a relationship with their dad or have a really bad relationship with their dad and they don't get along whatever it is so it's like be grateful Gretchen for the 22 years that you did have with him and know that like having my dad for the first 22 years of my life 
shaped me into who I am today and like the only reason I am who I am is because of my dad like I see is that weird to say myself that I see (laughs) so much of my dad in me like I find myself saying things doing things and if you guys know me personally or if you just maybe know me really well for my videos you would know how much I talk about him ask Max I talk about him every day everything reminds me of him because like I said he was literally my best friend for the first 22 years of my life um and even though he's gone it's like he is still so present in my life and in my mind if that makes sense so yeah every little thing just like reminds me of him like music food that we would eat together that was who was his favorite um literally everything but I also find comfort in his memory like in in things that remind me of him like it brings me joy um that I can remember him in that way and yeah it just reminds me of him so he really does like live on in my memories and yeah we'll get in more into that but yeah <laughs> this, I'm sorry this episode is going to be all over the place I need to just get it together a little bit um so that I can talk clearly deep breaths <laughs> okay Um, I don't even know where I was going, but let's just move on. I know I'll talk more about why he was literally the most amazing father. Oh, and actually, side note, I had such a good idea. I was texting Lucy before this being like, oh my god, Lou, I'm so nervous to record this episode right now. Like, I don't know if I can do it. Um, but we were talking about how I was like, you know, maybe on a more positive note, like I want this to be overall positive and to help you guys, obviously, but I will get sad talking about when I lost my dad, um, we were talking about how we can make a episode for you guys, just talking about all, like, the best memories we had with our dad, and I feel like that could be so fun, and a lot of them will be funny, he was such a funny guy, he was always, like, telling jokes, if you knew my dad, and yeah, that could be just something fun, but Okay, another thing that I wrote down is, you guys know I always have like a happy quote or a happy saying, and this really isn't happy, Um, (laughs) but I just thought that this went with this episode, and I think another thing that you can be grateful for, um, maybe like reflecting and looking back at when you lose someone, is being grateful that a loved one is no longer in pain, so... Um, if you have ever lost, I know we would always say this, like, when we lost grandparents or, um, like, older relatives growing up, it would usually be after they had a sickness or an illness or, um, a disease or something where they were, you know, living their everyday life in pain, so that's something that brought us comfort is knowing that they were no longer fighting or, um, living every day in pain and, I don't know like how deep to get into this but what I can tell you is um by the time my dad was 54 when he passed away the last you know couple years of his life weren't like (laughs) um sunshine and rainbows every day for him like he if you guys knew from my videos he was six foot nine and with being so tall he actually had a lot of um back pain and knee pain and ankle pain he had pain everywhere he was just so big if you guys know my dad he was such a presence he was literally the biggest teddy bear um but he honestly was living every day with like really bad back pain and knee pain and stuff so yeah it started to be like everyday life was pretty painful um just with you know, like, body pain, 
going on. So that's something that I know makes my mom and Lucy feel good is he is no longer in pain. He's in heaven running around with our great teens. Wow. I need to like pause and come back for you guys, but <laughs> that's something that brings me comfort is knowing that he is no longer in pain in heaven. With deep breaths. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that could make you feel a little bit better if you lost someone that you know was living in pain every day. Um, and if they weren't, I know that doesn't really apply to you, but hopefully the other things I talk about will apply. So maybe let's take it from the top, you guys. And just to talk more about losing my dad, I know that I never really got too in detail, but I know I now have the time on this podcast. It's very long form content. Um, so let's just talk about it because I think honestly by me talking about all of this, I'm it's forcing me to be very real with myself and uh, open with myself. I, I don't know if I said it earlier, but I kind of was getting at it that I was saying how I like push myself to talk about this even though it's literally the most difficult thing ever because I know it can help you guys and it's so crazy because if you guys have ever seen my YouTube videos you know that I'm literally an open book like I'll tell you anything you want to know I'll tell you like about my birth control pills and my relationships and my past relationships and I am literally like an open book you know like I tell you the bras I wear and what underwear I wear so that I don't have lines in my leggings like I'm very I'm a very open person what I'm trying to say so it's just I just never experienced anything like this like once I lost my dad it was like I am no longer like I just wasn't open about that I wasn't open about it with myself I wasn't honest with myself with how I was doing how I was feeling I think that's very normal it's okay if you are you know trying to protect yourself and just curl up into a little ball like a rock and not you know try to let any feelings in or out and just not be open about it but I urge you to be as honest with yourself as you can so that you can um you know keep on keeping on and yeah that reminds me of something else you guys <laughs> I digress but me and my mom and Lucy and I'm sure anyone that's lost someone I think you can get really upset if someone tells you like come on it's time to move on or something like that if anyone ever says the phrase like it's time to move on move on anything about moving on it's like okay hold up you literally have you just don't even know like you don't even get it and luckily I don't think anyone's ever told me like move on but I think instead of saying you have to keep moving on a good way of saying it is we have no choice but to move forward and we always say we're not moving on from him moving on like past my dad it's like we're moving forward with him like he lives in our hearts he lives in heaven he is always around us like sending us signs so yeah um, I remember everyone in the beginning, right, as I lost my dad, would send me, like, TED Talks, and there was this one TED Talk about this woman, um, well, it was this woman speaking, and she talked about how she lost her, oh gosh, I'm gonna mess it up now, I think it was her dad, her husband, her, maybe son, I don't know, it was, like, two or three people all very close together, and, 
it was just really nice to hear her talk about it and how she was doing and she's like devoted her whole life to helping people with grieving and she's like whenever anyone would tell me to move on I would get really angry and it's like you don't get it and that's when me and my mom and Lucy were like yeah like you can't move on and she's like so instead she says she moves forward and we're like we really like that like you're moving forward with them and what I always say is like you have no choice but to keep on keeping on so you got to find a way to keep on keeping on but okay let's talk more about losing my dad and in the moment because maybe this can help you guys so um did I say it yet I lost my dad March 25th of 2019 and it is now April 2nd I believe yes of 2020 so it's really really crazy that it's been just about a year because I feel like for the longest time we were just like dreading March 25th of 2020 we're like oh my gosh that day will just never come like how could it be a year since we lost our dad my mom lost her husband like oh my gosh like I like we were like we can't even fathom it like that day will never come like how could we live a year without him how could we even know what a year of life is like without my dad and in a lot of ways it's felt like a blur like the past year it's like oh my god, I could look back and, like, remember nothing and be, like, like, like I said, I feel like what I'm going to talk about just feels like yesterday, but I also look back and I'm, like, so much has happened since then, so it's just a really sort of odd feeling, but yeah, okay, so I remember I made a video probably, like, in April right after I lost my dad, um, just to post my YouTube channel, and it was so fresh, and I was very vague And I knew I just had to put something out there um, because everyone was wondering what was going on. And, you know, Lucy and I were posting on our Instagram stories like, pray for my dad. Like, we need all your prayers. So, uh, basically, March 20th of 2019 was the last time me and my dad spoke on the phone. And if you guys watched the video I made about signs from my dad there's been so many signs it's crazy and like I know it's him and that brings me a lot of comfort too but March 20th was a Wednesday and I was walking like a 30 minute walk back to my apartment from class and we talked on the phone like the whole way home we had like the longest conversation and it was so great and it was like a nice sunny day and I really wasn't supposed to be walking without (laughs) my knee brace yet because I just had ACL reconstruction surgery March 6th but I remember I whipped it off and I was like this thing's bothering me and like scratching up my leggings and it's like annoying to walk with and I'm fine I'll just like limp a little bit (laughs) and walk home and I remember whipping off the knee brace and the sun was shining down and we were talking and I was like struggling in this class and my dad was just helping me through it and he's like you can do it like take it one day at a time he was just helping me out and um yeah so that's the last time we talked on the phone and we had the longest conversation and if I didn't explain enough earlier how close me and my dad were, we were so close, and so we usually would talk on the phone every day, but for whatever reason, March 21st, we didn't talk on the phone, and that was a Thursday, and I had an alpha fee date party, I think, on Friday, and so I was probably, like, rushing around, getting my dress, you know, getting a spray tan, whatever, getting ready, and he was preparing for a little procedure on Friday morning, but we were texting on Thursday, and I remember the last thing we texted about was like Thursday afternoon evening and I was like are you nervous for your procedure tomorrow are you excited like I'm so excited it's gonna help you feel better and he was like yeah not too nervous 
um like it's all good like love you sweetie and you're like love you good night whatever and that was the last thing we texted um and I never really I've talked about this yet so this feels really weird to talk about but um wait I think I just said that wrong (laughs) March 21st was when you were texting the Thursday, and then March 22nd was his procedure. Did I say March 23rd was a procedure? March 22nd, the Friday, was a procedure in the morning. And I don't really want to say, like, details of what was going on um, in case I'm going to, like, trigger anyone or be, like, too detailed. Like I said, I'm very open, so, like, I would tell you, but I don't I don't know if that's, like, not good to talk about. I, like, don't know. Um, but basically, March 23rd on Saturday... I woke up to a call from my mom early in the morning and I literally felt like something was wrong because it was maybe 8 a.m. and I'm like, that's weird. My mom doesn't get up that early (laughs) on the weekends. Um, But I was like, why is she just like calling me out of the blue? And basically she was like, there were some complications. Um, You should drive home to Albany like right now. And so me and Lucy were scared, but we still thought everything was going to be okay. And max drove us home which was so nice and i am like eternally grateful that max you guys know my boyfriend max came home with us because um i don't know what i would have done he was like so a part of my support system and i'm just like so grateful that he was there and basically we just didn't leave my dad's side for two whole days the 23rd and the 24th and then on the 25th early in the morning he passed away So, yeah, I remember going home between being at the hospital um, for those two days just to, like, grab stuff for my mom or shower, and I just remember having the feeling, like, just, like, walking around my house being, like, he's everywhere in this house. Like, there's pictures of him, his stuff, his clothes, his decorations. Like, he can't be gone because he's, like, right here, if that makes sense. And we started to know, like, how serious everything was getting, and we didn't know why, and yeah, basically by the time we got to the hospital on the 23rd, we were just like, what is going on? Like, it just got way out of hand and like wasn't supposed to happen like this at all. And yeah, I just was so like in shock. I'm like, he can't be gone and like leave my mom and leave us like, like he, like I said, he's just like all over our house. Like he's right here. Like that just didn't make any sense to me so wow okay before I cry (laughs) maybe I'll backtrack a little um on March 22nd the day of his procedure on Friday early in the morning probably like 4 or 5 a.m I remember my mom saying (laughs) she was telling us the story this is like funny and I love it um my dad couldn't sleep and he was probably like in a little bit of pain or like nervous for his procedure and he made baklava if you guys haven't had baklava it's so good i think it's like greek middle eastern it's where it comes from it's this dessert it's made with phyllo dough we would always make it together growing up with nuts and lemon and so much honey it's so sweet and yeah like so random that he made a baklava at like 4 or 5 a.m in the morning because he just couldn't sleep and so he like loved cooking and loved baking and he just went to the kitchen turned on the lights and made a baklava and him and my mom were leaving like super early in the morning you know before his little procedure probably like 6 7 a.m and when they were leaving the house my mom was like something smelled so good and I turned to Dan my dad and 
was like, but it smells so good. And he was like, oh, it's that baklava over there. And she was like, what? When did you make a baklava? He was like, oh, couldn't sleep, made a baklava. And she was like, what? And he was like, you can cut me a piece and bring it to the hospital so that I'll like eat it after. And she's like, okay. And he never had to, got to have any baklava. Wow, I'm going to cry. Um, but that to me was just like, like I said, he was so giving. And that was like such a sign to me that even though he didn't know that he would be leaving us, that was kind of like, we were like, that was like his parting gift. And I remember on the 25th, it was like the middle of the night by the time we got home with all our family and we all like stood around my kitchen and ate his baklava and we were just like, thank you, Dan. Like, thank you, dad. Um, wow. Sorry, I'm like sobbing, but yeah that was just I don't know it's a huge sign to me like I said he was so giving and the universe must have known um that it was his time to go to heaven and so for some reason he woke up in the middle of the night for his procedure and made a baklava and we ate that baklava and it tasted so good and meant so much to us. So, um, yeah. Also, <laughs> this is all over the place. If you guys remember, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I had ACL reconstruction surgery March 6th because I turned my ACL in February skiing. And I spent an entire interrupted week on my couch with my dad by my side, recovering from surgery. And him and my mom were taking care of me. He literally just did not leave my side and we watched the incredibles we just had were able to bond for like a whole week and just spend so much time together which was so special because you know once you leave for college it's like you only really get to see your family on breaks or over the summer or whatever and you never just get like an uninterrupted week hanging out together but since I was like couch ridden because of my knee and I said he had a lot of like back pain and knee pain and stuff we just got to hang out together for the week and yeah that's so special to me and I even though thought like tearing my ACL was the end of the world I quickly saw how everything happens for a reason and it was so important and really happened for a reason because I had that entire uninterrupted week with my dad and that's the last time I saw him and then two weeks later he passed away so it's just so crazy how some things work out and it's like I was given that time my spring break of my senior year when I was had plans to be in Paris with Mandy and Lucy it's like the world had other plans for me to get to have one last week with my dad um, I guess what I will say, because I've been, like, dancing around it, is just my dad had a minor heart condition, and I kept saying he had, like, a little procedure on Friday, and I, like, don't want to say what it was, but basically what I can tell you is he was supposed to go back to my house that night. It was, like, the same as my getting knee surgery, you know? Like, I got to go home that night, and my dad was supposed to come home that night and there was just complications from this procedure and they couldn't tell us why and they didn't know what was happening and then the next day it got worse and then the next day it got worse and 
that was it and I feel like for the longest time and some of my family and I still get angry we were just so angry and frustrated and we didn't know why and it didn't make sense and we were like he made a bacala about that morning he walked into the hospital that morning and you have like no answers for us and it was so extremely frustrating as I'm sure you can imagine um yeah I mean we still get very angry but like I said I just try to stay grateful for the time I had and yeah like I said (laughs) you have no choice but to keep on keeping on and I remember something in the beginning what everyone would tell me is it's never going to get easier you're just gonna get better at dealing with it and it's gonna get easier day to day because you're just yeah just gonna get better at dealing with it basically and Lucy and I were just always so I guess overwhelmed with people telling us that or yeah I think I was just really yeah overwhelmed with people telling me that like wait it's never going to get easier how is this how am I supposed to like keep living if this never gets easier um but (laughs) you do get better at dealing with it I can tell you because it's a year later and especially we were like how is it supposed to get easier or better if we would always say this to each other if it just is longer and longer from the last time we saw him I remember the beginning being like oh my god we haven't seen him for a month or it's been like two months since last time we saw him like this is so crazy but now it's like it still feels like I was hanging out with him yesterday like his memory my memories with him are so in the forefront of my mind that I yeah I'm always thinking about him um in our time together so just know that if you lose someone or lose a parent be extremely gentle with yourself and know that loss is something that everyone deals with and that's something else you guys it's an extremely isolating feeling and even though I have my twin sister my mom and my whole family you feel really alone and like it's only happening to you and nobody else but what you have to remind yourself is that everybody goes through loss and most people do end up losing a parent and both parents and it's awful and your worst nightmare and just know you have to be so gentle with yourself and give yourself so much grace because you have literally just gone through a tragedy and your worst nightmare um yeah it's just really tough as I'm sure you can hear me trying to talk about it let's talk about some more happy things for a moment um how I find comfort in seeing signs of him so I if you guys saw I think I have a highlight on my story I haven't added to it in a while but I I actually took a photo yesterday of the sky I always take photos of the sky especially when it's really pretty and I remember on March 25th of last year that evening after he passed away early in the morning um I maybe had a million texts in my phone of the picture of the sunset in Boston and Albany everywhere it was like the most incredible sunset we've ever seen like the whole sky was like red and orange and yellow and purple and pink like it was the craziest sunset and all my friends in Boston and just my family everyone was like 
there's your dad like going to heaven like it was the craziest thing um and we knew it was him and still when we see like crazy sunsets or anything like that I'm like hi dad like he's just coming to say hi um and something else you guys is I find that sorry (laughs) that I receive signs from him that I that he sends me signs whenever I'm feeling the most down and when I really need it for example the other day really recent um I opened up our favorite like childhood game family game growing up with categories if you guys have ever played it I like I don't know why our family was so obsessed with it Lucy and me literally love this game actually over Christmas break I had took like our family childhood set of categories to my apartment in Boston so at our house in Albany we didn't have one and I think me and Max had to go to like three different targets to find it we were like we need categories for this Christmas break like me my mom Lucy her boyfriend Dara and Max played so much categories and then our cousins Mandy and Randall came and it was we played so much categories and it was so much fun anyway growing up me my mom Lucy my dad would play so much categories so anyway you guys know now we're in quarantine um I'm here on the cape and I had brought my category set with me and I was having a really rough day just missing my dad. Um, that's another thing. Every day is different from the next. Like, every day is different. And some days you don't cry at all. And I remember feeling guilty. And I'll talk about this later, but there is no wrong way to grieve. Grieving looks different for everybody. Um, and I would feel okay. And I'd be like, what's wrong with me? Why haven't I cried today? Like, I'm thinking about him. I'm sad. But, like why is everything okay and then other days it's like oh my god I feel like I can't get out of my bed like this is so unbearable so I was just having a really rough day the other day anyway I opened my category set and I found a really old crumpled like list and it was one that was my dad's I could tell immediately because it was his handwriting all over and if you guys played before you basically have answers for all these categories on like numbered little lines and he had so many funny answers and just in his little messy handwriting and it just brought me so much joy and I'm like oh my god that's literally a sign that I've never found this before and I just found one of his sheets and I sent a picture to my mom and my sister and I'm like do you recognize this handwriting and they were like oh my gosh that's like so crazy you found that um so anyway I like I said I feel like I find signs when I need them the most and maybe it's because I'm looking for them but (laughs) let me find comfort in the signs that I find okay <laughs> you guys so I know I made a whole va- a video a whole video about it but some were pretty crazy like I said um I guess I'll just say like the ones that really stick out in my mind in the forefront right now um briefly but like I said after his service in Albany I remember getting my friend Hannah's car she was driving me home with my cousins Mandy and Randall in the back seat and she turned on her car and the first song that came on the radio it's a really old song if you guys know this song it's called Bittersweet Symphony it's not like a new song that would be on the radio and this was like one of my songs with my dad and Lucy and I remember us it like brings me back to such a specific memory in the summer when we were like 
maybe 13 or 14 we were so young and we were on our back patio in our old house in latham new york and we'd play bittersweet symphony and we like love that song and it just reminds me of him so much and so hannah turns on the car after his service and bittersweet symphony is playing and i'm like oh my gosh and i just lost it i'm like that's my dad like this song just doesn't play on the radio randomly anymore it's like an old random song you know so that was really crazy to me I told you guys on March 20th was the last day we spoke on the phone, the Wednesday before he passed away. He passed away like early Monday morning. Um, I was walking home from class and I was talking to my dad, like I told you guys, and we just chatted and I talked about this in my video, but this was really crazy to me because we ran into my boyfriend, Max, and I... The entire time we were at BU, this was the only time I ran into him. Like, we spent so much time together and always knew where each other was and always had plans together. So we never, ever just ran into each other on campus. And this day was just different. Like I said, it was a beautiful day. I was chatting with my dad on the phone. And we ran into each other because he had a class later, but he left super early for his class. And we just crossed paths when he was walking to go get, like, pizza before class. Super random. Um, but we never just ran into each other and I remember walking down the sidewalk and us seeing each other from afar and I was like, Max, like, what is he doing out and about right now? Like, doesn't he have a class soon? And so it was just so crazy to me that we ran into each other because I was on the phone with my dad and you might say, Gretchen, you're freaking crazy. But I just thought about it so much and I'm like, we never just ran into each other on accident. Like, I know that was for a reason and we stopped and I was like, hi, Max, talked to him for a second and my dad talked to him on the phone and he was like, hi, and they like chatted for a sec in that honestly to this day just means so much to me and I was talking about in my video how to me it kind of was like... And none of us knew this, but I feel like the universe knew that it was kind of my dad, like, transferring his male presence in my life to Max because he knew that Max was going to be, like, the new, just, like, male figure in my life, predominantly, like, taking care of me. And, yeah, I don't know why that one really gets to me because I feel like it really happened for a reason. Um... And I know my dad loved Max so much, and that, like, means the world to me. If you guys saw recently in a Q&A, people were asking, like, what is your family's opinions of Max? And I was like, quite honestly, the one that mattered the most was my dad's opinion. Um, he loved him and approved of him even before I did, so that means, like, the absolute world to me. Um, and then the last sign that's, like, really crazy to me and, like, gives me chills is... If you guys remember, I visited my mom on October 8th. Um, I'm like so specific with dates right now, sorry. I feel like Emma, if you guys know, I, I digress. But my friend Emma McDonald, she does YouTube and everything too. Um, she's so good with dates and it's so funny whenever we talk about something, she'll be like, oh yeah, like July 5th of this year. <laughs> like she's so like specific with dates. But anyway, I obviously know my parents' anniversary, so it was October 8th of 2019 so it was the first anniversary my mom had without my dad and my heart just broke for her leading up to october 8th i'm like oh, i just can't imagine so i obviously did not want her to spend it alone and visited her and i i think i showed it in a vlog i decorated our kitchen just like my dad would have and i knew for every birthday anniversary easter like special occasion whatever it was he would get glitter and get it everywhere so it was impossible to pick up and 
he would always get champagne, get our fancy champagne glasses out, get a bunch of presents, make like shrimp cocktail or something crazy. So I went all out. I got my mom all these presents that meant like so much to me and her. I had glitter everywhere. And as I was spreading the glitter all over our kitchen counter, I like, guys, I know this sounds crazy, but I literally like felt his presence in the room. Like I felt like he was there with me. And I was just like, this like I just knew in that moment that's exactly what my dad would have been doing right then and there so yeah that one's really crazy to me um and I talk about this later but one thing that makes me feel better um when I'm really sad and down is doing something that I know that he loved doing like his hobbies and interests or what I knew that he would be doing and so that's like a perfect example like I knew he would be you know, going all out for my mom's anniversary with him. And so I did the same and it made me feel so good. And then we went out to dinner and had the best dinner together. And yeah, I just will always remember that it was like such a special memory to me with my mom. Um, another thing I wanted to say is that when you lose a parent, you honestly we'll immediately just think of all the things that they'll miss out on and that's something that Lucy and I were just so obviously devastated about and hung up on for so long like our graduation our college graduation was two months later and we just couldn't get over it we're like how are we supposed to graduate without him he was so excited to come to our graduation he booked he booked his hotel like a year in advance like this just isn't fair like the only reason we got to go to BU is because of him and my mom how are we supposed to graduate without him? Like, this is supposed to be a huge celebration. So that was a really tough one just because it was so soon after. Um, yeah. I just remember sitting at my business school graduation and sitting there, like, crying in front of everyone. And everyone's so happy, but I'm like, sorry, honestly, this is a really sad day. And... I just wish my dad was up there in the crowd, but luckily a bunch of my extended family came and when they called my name to come get my degree, my mom and her sister and my sister and Max obviously were like cheering so loud, so I know, and I know he was there in spirit watching over and I know he had his front row seat, so yeah, that one was tough, um, when you lose a parent, especially at 22, like I did, or earlier, or just before these big life events, you will think about your wedding, and your children, and just everything, and if you didn't know yet how highly I thought of my dad, I'm sure you do, but I just knew that he would be literally the best grandpa. I feel like we would talk about it growing up, how he was like so excited already for us to have our own kids, because he was the best with kids, and that reminds me, um, he was obviously, like I said, the best dad to Lucy and I, duh, but when we were little, especially, he's just always been our best friend and just made life so fun and joyful and loving and, um, he filmed everything for us growing up, like, there's so many home videos is what I'm trying to say, and I think him filming everything and all the home videos is ultimately what ultimately what led me to do YouTube just because I was so used to his you know little camcorder 
filming all of our birthdays and Christmas and funny memories. Um, so then, yeah, I started my YouTube channel. So thanks, Dad. I probably wouldn't have started YouTube without you, but um, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> just seeing in all these home videos how he was with Lucy and I, I just know he was, like, so excited for our grandchildren. So that's something that, I mean, for our children, so his grandchildren, so that's something that is always going to make me sad is that I wish he got to meet his grandchildren. Um that aren't here yet but one day they will be <laughs> um and i would also i would sorry i'm all over the place also what i was going to say is all these home videos i've always thought about and um wait sorry what is that you guys i hear like a watch going off do you hear that hang on <laughs> wow i just feel like i'm crying through this whole thing i'm sorry this has been like painful to listen to but i just know how much bravery this took on my part to talk about this and I've just wanted to do this for a while so anyway what was I even talking about um home videos and how I've been wanting to make a video for my dad and tribute in memory of him just with all of our home videos all the highlights but I literally can't get myself to watch all the home videos because I already I've seen like all of them growing up we'd watch them growing up as a family and I already know what they are and how amazing they are and all the memories they have and I know I will sob for maybe a week once I do that so that will happen maybe this summer maybe in the fall at one point maybe years down the line but it will happen um just not right now but I know it's something that I've always wanted to do yeah, like I was saying, you're just going to think of all the things that they're missing out on. And it's really tough. But I think what you always have to remind yourself is that they certainly are still there. Just not how you're used to them being there. And they can't talk back to you. That's something else I remember in the very beginning. Is I would still talk to him. <laughs> I remember specifically in the beginning taking Teddy out at nighttime and like looking up at the stars and crying and talking to my dad and that made me feel better because I knew he was out there listening but I would get really frustrated that he couldn't talk back do I sound crazy do you guys know what I'm saying so it's like your relationship is different because you can't talk with them anymore and they can't respond but just know that they're listening um and that they still are there and are just cheering you on while they're watching over you. Um, funny anecdote, you guys. This is, you'll like this. <laughs> My dad is so cute. And basically, if you guys know, I don't even know what it's called. Does anyone else have this? I feel like it was only him. He would get these apps on his phone. I think he just had this one app and it was called like Days Until or Days Set, something like that. And it was basically this countdown app and yeah that's why graduation was really just sad because the soonest thing on his countdown app the like the nearest thing do you guys know what i'm saying like the next thing on his countdown app is what i'm trying to say was it was like girlies college graduation and i remember it was like you know 60 days away or whatever and so that was really sad seeing that on his phone but i just always thought it was so cute of him and he would always tell us, 
um, about it, he would be like, oh, guess what? I've been, I was born this many thousand days ago, or guess how many days ago you guys were born, or I just remember in high school, he'd always be, be like, this many hundred days until you graduate high school, or graduate college, or go to college, like, he always had these dates in there, just to, like, look forward to things, or, you know, look back at things, and laugh, and, yeah, he would always tell us on our birthday, you've been alive this many days, or stuff like that, and something funny that I thought was another day he had in there, which we would always look back at, is, you guys would never know this, because this was when Lucy and I were young, and before I started YouTube or anything, but there was like a short period of time that my dad was smoking cigarettes. That sounds like so weird to talk about. Um, cause I feel like who smokes cigarettes anymore? I mean, I know people still do, but obviously now everybody knows how bad they are. And I feel like way back when people didn't know how bad they were. Anyway, there was like a very short period of time where he smoked cigarettes. And I remember me, my mom and Lucy would be like, it's bad. You need to stop. So he ended up quitting cold turkey. I like will never forget. Lucy and I were young and um, I don't know, maybe like 10, whatever. And I remember it was New Year's Eve and he was like, this is like my last cigarette. Like tomorrow I'm done. Like I'm quitting. I always told you guys I was going to quit and like, I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And ever since, you know, January 1st of that year, he never smoked a cigarette ever again, which is like so crazy. Cause I know now I realize how hard it is to just quit something like that, like cold turkey. But anyway, what I think is funny is he would always look back and be like, guys, it's been this many hundred days that I haven't had a cigarette or this many thousand days or whatever. And we'd be like, oh my God, that's crazy. And he would be like, ugh, like imagine smoking one now, ew. Or he would see them and be like, ew. And we'd always be like, dad, you used to. And he'd be like, oh, I know they're disgusting. And we just always thought it was so funny because he had a period of time where he smoked them and then he would be like, oh, how gross. <laughs> and we'd be like, what? So anyway, what I'm trying to say is he just had so many fun dates in there and I remember after he passed away looking through his days until app and we got to see all the days um another thing that I didn't put in my notes for this podcast but I thought was maybe interesting to tell you guys or just cute another thing my dad did was he really liked the notes on his phone and I remember looking through his like hundreds of notes after he passed away and a lot of them were he was very like on top of things and he didn't procrastinate he honestly he reminds me a lot of Max I know that's like crazy crazy to say everyone says that though how you go for people like if you're a girl you go for guys that are like your dad or if you're a boy you go for girls like your mom you guys know what I'm talking about but they do remind me a lot of each other and they're so on top of things and they like don't procrastinate and they're very clean and anyway like organized so my dad had a lot of them were just like grocery lists and stuff that he had to do um but he had this one note that I found and I was just like sobbing when I found it after he passed away and it was all the places girlies have traveled so like all the places Lucy and I have traveled and he had all the cities and countries that we had ever traveled like in a list just because he wanted to like see all the places we've been and how much we've accomplished and stuff and there were so many cute things like that and oh my gosh now I'm remembering I found this other note and I found it from several years and it was a note that had like Christmas lists for me Lucy and my mom and he would check them off at the end once he got them (laughs) he's so cute and so thoughtful um so yeah those were like really special to find um yeah I guess just know that it's something you really do deal with every day. Um, And like I said earlier, 
I don't want to overwhelm you or scare you if you just lost someone. It doesn't really get easier though, and I'm sure you can understand why you're always going to miss that person and love them as much as you always have, but you do get better at dealing with it as time goes on, and it does, like, everyday life gets easier, and you do find your new normal. Um, You just find, like, I guess a new mindset and a place in life, just feeling so grateful for every moment in relationships since you realize how precious every moment is and I feel like that's really what happened with me um I just definitely don't take anything for granted anymore and it still feels so crazy to talk about you guys I sound crazy in this episode because I remember growing up and if anyone would lose a parent or lose someone really close to them or just something super tragic I just always remember feeling like oh, I I could never imagine if that happened to me or like that sort of thing happens to other people, but it doesn't happen to me or like, thank God it doesn't happen to me. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I sort of feel like everyone is kind of in that category when nothing really traumatic has happened, like a traumatic, tragic loss. And it's always like, oh, I don't know what I would do. Like that happens to other people, but it doesn't happen to me. And then it does happen to you one day. Um, so it's just like a really weird feeling and a lot of days it still doesn't feel real and this is me talking after a year of losing him. It's just a process that you are always going through and dealing with and that loss is kind of always like a part of you. Um, actually guys, I remember being like eight or nine years old and if I didn't say earlier, losing my dad was literally like my worst nightmare. And I'm sure it's everybody's to lose a parent. So I know I'm not alone in this, but if you guys know me or know me personally, you know how loving, caring, maybe even clingy that I am. So this makes a lot of sense. But anyway, I remember being like eight or nine years old and there was like a period of time where I couldn't sleep at night and I wouldn't be able to go to sleep and I would get honestly now looking back I was probably really anxious and I remember going to my parents room crying and they would be like you know reading about to go to sleep and they'd be like what's wrong like what is going on why can't you sleep like why are you crying and I I think I just learned like what dying was or death and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do like you guys are gonna die one day and what am I supposed to do without you and they're like oh sweetie like we're not going anywhere for a while and I'm like no like you're gonna be gone one day and what am I supposed to do and I'm sure that's like a very relatable feeling um and especially after you lose someone very close to you I feel like in a way I worry about everyone in my life which I mean isn't good and sometimes it's really overwhelming feeling and I just want literally everyone that I know to be so healthy and safe and happy and thriving so it's a really scary feeling and anytime anyone is sick or something happens I feel like I freak out and I know I'm not alone in this you guys know my best friend Taylor we are like the queens of overreacting and we answer the phone from our family and immediately go what's wrong is everything okay are you okay um so you definitely don't want to be going through life like that (laughs) afraid all the time um but yeah I just remember that being younger my biggest fear was like losing my parents and so obviously that's why losing my dad was just the most like surreal scary thing ever and I feel like almost like a part of you doesn't 
<laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Accept it because you know how painful it is and you're kind of like blocking it off, blocking off your real feelings in a way. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, if you know me, especially personally, you know how loving, caring, even clingy I am. Um, I remember when my dad would drop me off at daycare when I was like five. I had the worst separation anxiety, you guys, like to my mom too. And I like will never forget when they would drop me off. I would just like cling on to their legs and sob. And I've always been a very like daddy's girl. I guess parents girl in general, just like very attached (laughs) to my parents. So I still find myself getting really frustrated and just saying like, oh, I wish he was here. Lucy and I will really get like that to each other. We'll just text to each other and be really angry and be like, I wish he was here. Like, I'm so mad. Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I'm so mad at the world. Like, how could this happen? Like, I just want him here right now. I have so much to tell him. I honestly feel like that a lot. I'm like, but I have so much to tell him and show him and so much more things to experience with him. Um, Like, I want to show him my new apartment and I want to you know, just, like, every little thing, and anything, like, me and my dad had the relationship, like, anything that would happen, I would call him and tell him, I would be like, oh my gosh, I just found five dollars on the ground, isn't that crazy, and he would be like, oh, I'm at work, and, like, this just happened, like, we would just tell each other everything, so that got hard for a while, I feel like in the beginning, I would write things down that I would want to tell him, just because it felt better, kind of, like, getting it out, or telling someone, I guess, in a way, just, like, letting out my thoughts, but, um, yeah I guess like I was saying we were so close and we just told each other everything and he was definitely my person in life just always looking out for me and my sister and my mom um even just before himself and just being so thoughtful and caring I know I've talked about him being thoughtful and caring like a million times in this but I'm sure you can relate with the people closest to you in your life um yeah Like, I wish I wanted him to see my podcast and be able to listen to it. And I know he would have been the first listener. And I wish he could have had an episode on here with me and be able to talk to you guys. That would literally be, like, a dream come true. But I need to, like, not think about these things because it can't happen anymore. Um, Yeah. But I know it's normal to feel this way. And Like I said, you have to give yourself grace. And... um, be very gentle with yourself you guys are gonna think i'm crazy after listening to this podcast episode um something that i want to read you guys is a text that i received last week um yeah last wednesday the day the one year of losing my dad i don't know how to say that one year after losing my dad and I won't tell you her name in case she doesn't want to be, you know, sad on my podcast. But basically, she's not a very close, like, personal friend to me. But she is a very close personal friend of one of my friends. And we bonded in the way that we both lost our dads at a pretty young age. She lost her dad a couple years back. And she sent me the sweetest text, you guys, so I kind of want to read it to you because she has even more insight than me since she lost her dad a couple years before mine um, and can really reflect on the experience. So basically she saw it was the one year later of my dad passing away and she wanted to reach out. She said, 
I don't know where you're at right now with it, but I remember being a year out and still being pretty numb to things, and I probably still am. I think I would still sometimes feel the idea that he was just on a trip. I can really relate to that, you guys, especially in the beginning. Like I said, like there'd be days where you don't cry, and I'm like, what's wrong with me? And then I'd be like, I know deep down, I feel like he's golfing or like on a golf trip. By the way, I'm sorry if you guys can like hear music right now. Um, there's like music playing in Max's house, but anyway... I'm getting sidetracked. Just ignore that if you can hear it. Oh my gosh, I just said her name, you guys. Okay, then she said, I was frustrated slash confused with myself for not feeling like I was grieving or at least grieving properly, even though there isn't a right or wrong way to. That's what I was saying earlier. And everyone grieves differently and you really will learn that by the other people close to you and close to a loved one that passed away. And all of me and my family members reacted differently and it's normal and you have to give yourself grace and give all your family members grace and just treat everyone very gently and lovingly and just know that everyone's going through it in their own way she said i would also feel bad for feeling too happy sometimes or feeling like i should be hurting more or not moving on so quickly and i i know like anyone can relate to that um, I would just encourage you to be patient and gentle with yourself. Grieving and processing takes time and it's okay to not try to tackle it all at once or in ways you aren't comfortable with. You don't even know right now, but just by living your life, you're processing. And I so agree with that. She said, I'd also get so sick of the how are you questions, even though they came from a place of love from family and friends, especially around anniversaries and holidays. I just remember thinking, I don't even know how I'm doing, let alone want to try to vocalize it. Each day can be a new emotion and that's not abnormal so agree with that um yeah when people ask you how how you are you're like well how do you think I am (laughs) I don't even know how like I'm just trying to figure out and figure out how I'm doing and keep on keeping on and yeah but obviously like she said just know anyone that's checking up on you it's because they care about you and this is the time to like hug your family and friends that you have really tightly you know and she said so just know wherever you're at you're right where you need to be that should make you guys feel good that made me feel good listening to that I was like you know what she's right because and even beyond grieving or losing someone you can feel very anxious and worried about where you are in life comparing it to other people or I know I've made episodes about that in the past where you're supposed to be right now but hearing someone tell you just know wherever you're at you're right where you need to be I was like huh maybe she's right She said, your heart is supposed to hurt. Your dad was your best friend. That's how it works. I can tell you the thought of your dad not being there won't won't necessarily get easier, but it will get easier to go through life in new ways. Totally agree with that. She said, cling tight to those that wrap their arms around you today and every day. Life is never guaranteed and you'll never regret loving more. Always here. Guys, what a sweet message. That was like the sweetest message ever, but I so agree with everything she said and I just thought that would be good to read you guys and was a very um well put together message (laughs) how this podcast isn't this is all over the place but um yeah just be just be mindful of how difficult this is for me to talk about and honestly thinking back on this episode (laughs) I'm now I'm saying that I don't think I cried that much and now I'm gonna listen back and be like oh my god she was crying the whole time so I think I did better than I thought I would but yeah I guess what I want to end with is that like I said grieving is different for everyone it's so so different and no way is wrong and you kind of just have to focus on what makes you feel better and what makes you happy and I want to tell you some of the things that made me feel better 
talking with my mom and my sister and my cousin Mandy, people that knew my dad, I felt like could understand, obviously, especially my mom and my sister being so close with him. And so talking with my family always made me feel better and just talking about how I felt for them talking about how they felt and I would be like like little things <laughs> in the beginning I remember Lucy and me getting really upset this is crazy you guys but if you've lost someone you know how things can be how it can be how weird things can be I remember us going to the grocery store and we would get so angry when we would see old couples like elderly people or like old men and now that would never happen I think that was just very me still being in shock of losing my dad and we would get so angry and so upset and I would be like the world is so unfair how come my dad couldn't live to be that old or why couldn't him and my mom be together that long like this old couple and I would get so angry and so frustrated and so that's really normal actually and talking with your family about it and then being like wait me too makes you feel a lot better um and now when I see old couples I think they're really cute you know so (laughs) that was a thing though so talking with my mom my sister is always like number one it always makes me feel better especially when I'm down I give him a call I text him whatever it is another thing that I remember in the first couple months helped me so much sometimes like I said days can be really just overwhelming and overbearing and just feel yeah unbearable and I would get so upset and like couldn't stop crying and I would literally push my butt out the door and walk myself to the gym in my apartment building it was nice because it was just like in the basement and a lot of times there was no one there it was just a tiny little gym in my old apartment building and I even if there was people in there I didn't care I would be sobbing and I would sit on that bike and I would just pedal my feet on that bike I would sometimes go ham even if I would just move my legs around a little bit I would sit on that bike And I would just cry it out and sweat it out on the bike. And it honestly made me feel a lot better. And that's another thing. I don't think I even wrote this down. But letting it out for me, I guess everyone's different. Maybe you don't like to cry and you don't like feeling it and going through it. But honestly, I feel like that's kind of the only way. You're just going to, in my opinion, you're going to feel better letting it out. So whenever I'm feeling sad, I literally let it out. I scream. I cry. I really cry. Like I just try to get it all out of me and get it over with. (laughs) It's not bad um because I always feel better after letting it out or even if I'm just like sobbing for a little bit and telling Max how I feel and he's just like hugging me and being like I know it's so difficult you're so strong so it always feels better letting it out and working out I feel like just getting my endorphins pumping makes me feel better um and like I said doing stuff he loved doing listening to music he loved eating food he loved stuff like that and even like looking back at photos and videos it's like a double-edged sword because it's so bittersweet and like I love golfing with Max because my dad loved golfing but I'll always cry every time we golf because it makes me think of him so it's just kind of like be prepared that you will feel happy doing things that they love doing but it also will make you remember them and you might feel a little sad so if I look back at photos and videos I'm a wreck anytime I look back at any photos or any videos I cry and it's normal and I just know that it's going to happen but it still makes me feel good looking back at the memories um and another thing that makes me feel better is working on myself self-care obviously that sort of thing will always make you feel better and any sort of routine helps a lot too so you don't have too much uncertainty and just free time to think and let your anxious thoughts run wild so routine always helps And for me, I hate being alone, so having people around to keep my spirit up. Um, Honestly, funny shows. I didn't even write this down, but me and Lucy will watch funny shows in that, like, 
literally making yourself laugh will always make you feel better so I just put on a funny show like the office or whatever I'll crack up laughing and everything becomes a little bit lighter um but yeah at the end of the day you just realize you got to keep on keeping on and like I said I just recognize how precious moments in life are and how precious life is itself and I've always been someone that is really optimistic and positive and you guys know that and so I feel like I just have even more of a sense of like living my life with a purpose and just being so purposeful in everything I do and that's something that this experience has given me even more um like I said I think any sort of loss you go through in your life you just have to push yourself to find reasons to be grateful and how it's helped you um I guess just know that your loved one or your parent whoever it is loved you and still loves you so much and they always wanted you to succeed this person that was so close to you in your life and I know that's how it is for me my dad and to this day I work extra hard so hard for him and to still make him proud and I just know that he loves me my mom my sister so much and that he is so proud of us and whenever any of you guys message me or comment or anything being like wow your dad I know is so proud of you right now or so proud of you and Max or whatever it is it just pulls at my heartstrings a little bit because I'm like wow thank you that was like the sweetest thing ever and I really hope he is proud of me but a part of me knows that he is because he always has been and I know that he is rooting me on cheering me on (laughs) is that the right phrase from heaven wow this episode was all over the place you guys um but I just wanted to talk about it a little more and I just really can think I'm just trying to picture you guys listening to this right now and it helping you and making you realize that you're so not alone and you're so loved and everybody cares about you that's around you in your life and wants you to succeed and If I can get through losing a parent, you guys, you can too. And they are so proud of you and they love you so much. And I love you so much. And thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I guess this is the end. I feel like this was kind of disjointed and all over the place. And I probably said something's wrong or they came out the wrong way. And I'm like scared to post this. Um, But I know now that I will make more podcasts about this in the future because this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be and yeah at the end of the day like I said like I've said a million times in this podcast I just want to be able to help so I love you guys so much thank you for listening and I'll catch you in my next episode hopefully it'll be a little bit more fun and probably won't have anything to do with anyone passing away so I love you guys I'll catch you in my next episode bye